This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 26th Sunday of the Church's year, the 1st of October. Well, it's party conference season once again, and probably by the end of next week, we will all be thoroughly well-versed in all of the policies of the political parties and what they're promising to do for us over the coming year. Some of these policies that are proposed will appeal to us, some will appall us. This is part of the fabric of living in a democracy. We can choose the policies and politicians that we like, and when we don't like the choices our politicians make for us, we're free to elect others whose policies we do like. Because we all like to have choice. We want to choose the people who govern us, the place where we live, where we work, where we send our children to school, and how we spend our leisure time. We all like to have the things the way we want them. So in a culture of choice and democracy, the whole notion of answering to a higher authority can seem alien, even childish. But the hinge of the readings at Mass this Sunday is obedience. God asks us to obey him, even when to do so seems not to make any sense. And this is a very hard message for us because today obedience is not one of our big virtues. Read book after book, watch film after film and hear song after song. And what is canonised? Not obedient people, just the opposite. We love rebels, dissonance and those who say no to authority. Those who want always to have their own way. But Almighty God regards the virtue of obedience as so important to the way that we live that he's given us a specific commandment. Honour your mother and your father. And this particular commandment has a special blessing attached. So that you may have long life in the land. And the inference of this fourth commandment of God is far more reaching than simply the devotion of obedience that we owe to our parents. Because the commandments use very economical language to express the mind of God. The fullest intention of this commandment is that we should show due respect to all those who exercise legitimate authority over us. Because Christ himself obeyed, and by his obedience teaches us something important. In everything he did, he followed devoutly the prescriptions of his Jewish faith. St Paul says that though he was the son of God, he learned to obey. Saint Pope John XXIII said that it hurt Jesus to obey because he was like us, human, and to obey means to subject my will to a higher authority. Nothing tests our human pride so much as having to submit to what is difficult and goes against my will, or what I would prefer to do or judge as better. St Thomas Aquinas says that a very good sign of our being on the road to holiness is our willingness to obey others. Pride, of course, inclines us to self-will and self-exaltation. Jesus came to cure this pride by becoming obedient even to death on the cross. And in the parable we hear at Mass today, neither of those sons had the right spirit of obedience to their father. One was full of promises which came to nothing. The other was difficult, but later thought better of it and relented. Yet what is asked of the sons is what God asks of us at the very depth 
of our being. This is the question of who I am at my most fundamental level. That's the moment of truth when I separate myself from the collective and say, here's what I'm going to do. And there are always options. Yes, no, maybe, or we can be devious like the sons. But when we get a prompting, an invitation from God to perform something good, then the only legitimate response is yes to him. I will go to the vineyard. Yes, I will serve. I will obey. Often we get asked in life to do things that are difficult and go against the grain, go against what we would choose. This could be a young person with their parent or a student with their teacher, a worker with their boss, a priest with his bishop. And every one of us, there is that original sin which makes us question and sometimes want to rebel. Knowing how to obey readily, promptly and with cheerfulness is a virtue, a good habit, especially so if also on the inside we can submit our will so that it isn't just lip service. Our God-given freedom allows us to reach an even greater freedom, the freedom to live as God's children in a world that's gone wrong. When we obey with all our heart and will, we can serve our freedom by choosing the good. By analogy, someone who climbs a mountain doesn't consider his safety harness a restriction. It's a necessary help to ensure that he will safely arrive at the summit. The tenets of our faith, the commandments, and our adherence to them by obedience are guarantees that we won't go hopelessly wrong and fall off the edge. Because God is love all through, obedience to him will never conduce to our detriment because God has no needs. He's not self-interested. God wants what is best for us and therefore obeying him and by extension obeying his body, the church, is not something immature. Obeying him to put it crudely, is always in our best interest. We're flanked this weekend by the two feasts of the angels, the Archangels on Friday last and the Holy Guardian Angels on Monday. They act, the angels act, as both our protectors on earth and God's servants in heaven. They have this dual role, this privilege, because they obey, according to what the book of Revelation tells us. And Our Lady also obeyed, and her obedience is at the heart of the Incarnation. May she who is the Queen of the Angels help obtain for us this virtue also, this obedience, by the example of her humble submission to God. Let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power, above all by pardoning and showing mercy, Bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us, and make those hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasures of heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.